Hello, my name is Gabriel Ronkai and I will be your teacher today. If you need something or have a question while the class is on, please raise your hands. When I point at you, you will call me Mr. Ronkai and say what you want. That includes the chance that you cannot make it to recess to go to the washroom as well. To show respect to me and your fellow students, please turn off your phones and stop playing video games or otherwise just stop surfing net altogether. Thank you for your cooperation. Hello everybody, my name is Gabriel Ronkai and I will be your teacher today. If you need something or have a question while the class is on, please raise your hand. When I point at you, you will call me Mr. Ronkai and say what you want. That includes the chance that you cannot make it to recess to go to the washroom as well. To show respect to me and your fellow students, please turn your phones off, stop playing video games, and otherwise stop surfing that altogether. Thank you for your cooperation. And the story is about, you guys have probably heard about this before. It was a young man who, you know, he wanted to make a lot of money, and so he went to this guru, right? And he told the guru, you know, I want to be on the same level you are. And so the guru said, if you want to be on the same level I'm on, I'll meet you tomorrow at the beach at 4 a.m. He liked the beach. I said, I want to make money. I don't want to swim. Guru said, if you want to make money, I'll meet you tomorrow, 4 a.m. So the young man got there at 4 a.m. The old man grabs his hand and said, how bad do you want to be successful? He said, real bad. He said, walk on out in the water. So he walks out into the water. Watch this. When he walks out into the water, it goes waist deep. So he's like, this guy crazy. Adrian, he's like, I want to make money. He got me out here swimming. I didn't ask to be a lifeguard. I want to make money. My man like, I'm about to go back in here. This guy is mine. So the old man said, I thought you said you wanted to be successful. He said, I do. He said, walk a little further. He came, dropped his head in, held him down. He had him held down just before my man was about to pass. Out, he raised him up. He said, I got a question for you. Somebody answered the question for me. He said, when you were underwater, what did you want to do? He said, I wanted to breathe. He told the guy, he said, when you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, then you'll be successful. Hello students, welcome to the first class. I am Gabriel Ronkai and I am your teacher. Today, I would like to bring you the first very fundamental subject that you need to actually know and take it to the heart if you want your success to be extremely successful. And I'm not talking about plans. I'm not talking about anything. Before you write something down, before you have a plan, you see in your head something that all of a sudden makes sense to you and you feel happy about it. I said, you know what? I could make a business out of it. I could sell this. People would buy for me. Okay? That's sort of like the first step before you get to the business. Now, you say, Mr. Ronkai, what are you talking about? Here is where I come from. When you put together a business and a plan and basically trying to figure out where you want to take this, you have to very, very seriously basically sit down and look at how and where and why you want to take this product or this particular business to a certain place into the market. Okay, when I say market, I'm not talking about the stock market. I'm just talking about market, meaning people buy from you because you sell it. Okay, like after you have this initial thought, you would have to have an idea I said, well, people would buy it. Okay, let's say that's true. You would have to come up with a way 
to look at can you actually make money on it how much of it and where would you take it how far would you have to go with it what would you have to create and some of the very basic things that you would have to look at so you know that it would be worth to proceed with this idea basically creating a basic forecast and today we're going to talk about forecasting and in general speaking now forecasting as we talk about can be interpreted for corporations that are bigger businesses that are smaller or people who just start okay and we're going to basically put it together in a nice package so you all level can be understood now when it comes to as a new business forecasting is on the level of really really if i sell this people i'm assuming people will buy that this is how much i can charge this is what it would cost me and i'm you know what i can make this much money on it and really really if i'm really dwelling down because this is a very good product it's very unique and everything else i can see myself selling a certain amount of numbers okay now that's a forecast for you and in general forecast for everybody else on a different size of the companies like bigger business corporations would be something very similar to that as well okay however there is a problem and the problem is that forecasting is nothing else but making a general guess however there is a little bit of extra that i need to put point out businesses that been on uh, working on a market for a longer period of time or corporations that been in the market and really been putting out a lot of volume and everything else they can go back to past numbers and see how that was and compared to how they spent how they did and what they changed what the outcome was and draw a conclusion from that so to speak to try to make a forecast of what will happen in the next 6 to 12 months for them so they can look forward to creating those numbers but here is where the smell of the onion would come in like my personal guru would say that and the point is because it's so unpredictable and really really very much not reflective of what is going to happen to forecast it's really 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 a non-exact science and what do i mean by that like my personal guru says that if you just make one percent of change in yourself every single day imagine how far and different you, you would be in 30 to 60 days or a year down the road now imagine that one percent change in a forecast for you let's say you have a million dollars ten thousand dollars difference maybe you say well it's not so big but look at gm one person difference in just one department of forecast or one area or one product could mean at least about 150 million dollars so when you look at as you increase your numbers in sales in that forecast even a small amount of number can make a huge difference on much, how much you are off financially. And that is why forecasting for future, it does not work. Or at least one respect, it does not work. The other respect why it does not work is very, very simple. Because you cannot, and I'm telling you again, 
I don't care what size of your company you are. I do not care what education you have. And really, what company or business you're leading, you cannot today forecast accurately no matter who you are or what you do. So sorry, it does not happen. If you can tell me and convince me and show me and prove it otherwise, I will put you on a podcast and I admit I'm wrong openly for everybody. But let me work with this a little bit and let me show you why. When you look at how business was about 50 years ago or so, okay, where basically the only change from year to day a company would make is what color of the door on a fridge was, like sea foam green or some other thing and basically they could look at it that just by keeping it fresh maybe changing a small thing in a product usually they get a certain amount of customers relatively speaking very safely very securely very safely it was very very easy to budget from the point of view of forecasting of how many things going to be sold it was very easy to see here is the point a social media changed people how they interact. They also changed how fast things happen. When 50 years ago, it took five to 10 years to change something. Right now to change, it can take a matter of seconds to minutes and that's it. What you think right now is new, six months from now, everybody will have in a different way, in a better format. So when it comes to change, and because of, the, because of that, forecasting became almost impossible. I mean, when you look at any market, any segment, any item you sell, okay? Maybe there are some exceptions and I will get to that in a minute. But you have to look at it, how things change in the market because of technology or because of people or because of demand, how fast things that happen, you cannot possibly, there's no way possibly you can see how that would impact your company six months and 12 months down the road, especially when before 50 years ago, you were looking at, even though we traded globally, it was more a local economical factor. Right now, it's, there is no global, I mean, no local economical factor. It all happens globally, unless you're such a small business that it basically, and you don't go that far out, but even then the prices of something that you buy or create or sell could be impacted by global prices anyway. So because of all these changes, all these economical factors and all these just technology way of looking at things and how information travels and how people look at the forecasting and all these numbers and all the things that flow is very, very difficult to judge accurately. So when we say, okay, it's only 1% change or 2% change, and you know what, it's not too much when it comes to numbers, that number and the dollar amount attached to it will depend on the size of your company. So let's go back now to small businesses where I would like to talk about this right now. When you're a small business and try to figure out how you're going to make money, forecasting is a very important part of it, especially if you are looking at getting money as a loan or as an investment so you can start growing. And what will happen is those companies who will give you money, they will judge it upon themselves whether they can figure out whether that growth that you put in there is realistic according to them and their point of view and from their perspective and their experience and not what you actually put down from yourself. However, here is the problem. How can you forecast of what will happen with a product 
that hasn't been in the market or that hasn't been in the market the way you put it out and really really have no way of testing it or looking at whether it would be successful until you're going to start selling it or at least marketing it so when you come out with an idea and looking at how you want to look at how you want to do things you will have to come up with different ways of figuring things out for yourself before you can forecast how far you want to go, go down a road with how much you're actually going to sell. Because what will happen is one of the biggest things that people see and one of the biggest reasons people fail in their business because of unrealistic expectations due to the forecasting they do before they actually start the business that they put them together for their plans because in their brains, that's what they believe it is going to happen without much factual base. Because let me put something out here. If I sell a bottle of water and you sell a bottle of water and you sell it and you make millions of dollars on it, it does not necessarily mean that if I sell a bottle of water, even with a very similar logo than yours and have the exact same material and everything content that I am going to be just as attractive of a buy for the customers as yours is. And that is also something that you have to factor in and try to calculate before you start your own business. So you say now, okay, so how would I get accuracy and how would I able to see how I could make money out of it? Well, the whole idea is when you start a business, that when you see a product and see if there is similar to it and how those people make money, if you sort of speak, copy their way, there is no way that you could tell yes or no. It has to be basic coming out from your own uniqueness. And your own uniqueness can be only tapped in if you basically bring it out. How should I say this? You have to bring it out from yourself as you promoting a product you have to bring out that i don't want to use a fad like authenticity but i want you to bring out yourself in the product and how you market it so when people can find that product they first can relate to you because what happens in, in sales before people sell uh, sorry buy from you there has to be a certain not just wanting that product and make it necessary for them to have but also has to come from a point of view of trust factor that they trust what you sell and what you say to them is to be true. They can accept that and take it internally so they will buy the product from you. Now, when it comes to all that and when you look at that, that's why I said when you look, when you want to do something, let's say sell this bottle of water and make the same type of label and start the same marketing campaign and nothing happens. Perhaps one of the reasons why and why a lot of companies having the same issue right now is selling or smaller businesses or any size of business to fact, because they try to copy the same thing anybody, anybody and everybody does. And because it works for them, it must work for me. And it's not true. What works for you is yourself bringing yourself, your ideas, your values, your personality out with what you do. And that is actually what's going to sell your product. And when you can't bring that out and you have issues with that to find out yourself who you are and bring it out, you have to grow into that person who yourself from the personal growth point of view that can do that sales, that can do that business, that can basically create this for others 
So the trust trust factor can be there because when the trust factor and likability is there and the product is actually doing what it's supposed to, what you promise, I guarantee that a lot of people will buy from you just on those two factors alone because that's the only thing that right now you need with the social media driven market. You need likability, you like a social outreach of people being on a bit honest with each other and putting yourself out there as you are and then have a product that can perform and do as you say and basically create a customer first environment where customers actually say you know what this guy knows he actually gives this service the service is awesome the product performs i like him i will recommend you because when it comes to sales and this is a lot of things but a lot of companies still don't understand and as a business especially as a small business you get it done to the t and when you get it done you will rock is that Customer referral because of likability of your service and your product and yourself basically brings more sales, not funnels, not tunnels, not holes, whatever people create to bring customers. No. Likability, excellent service, product that does what it's supposed to do equals referability. Referability means people will tell others about you then people come to you to buy that somebody else told them that what you do those people are already sold those people will just pay give them money because they know from the other person that you are rocking and because they know all that they don't have to be convinced to buy from you when you put people on a funnel tunnel hole whatever highway you create Basically, every time you sell, you're just there for the numbers. Okay, I sold you. Goodbye. Have a nice day. Let the next one go. Guess what? If you have something like that and you approach it on that basis, every single day with every single new customer, new person, you will have to start the sales, sales cycle from zero and convince and push and prop and do every, whatever you do to try to get that person to give you the money. So you have a choice here, which way you want to go with that. I'm thinking I'm on a more personal approach, especially when you're in a small business, is definitely preferable and definitely should happen. Now, here is what I'm going to give you a little bit of tip, okay? As part of this first class, how actually you can get to the customer better. And here is where larger companies don't look at this. And you know what? I only find maybe a handful of businesses that actually doing anything that actually do this. And that is the connection with your customer after they bought. Now, I'm not talking about customer service. I will address that in another episode. What I'm talking about is how you can reach the customer after they buy from you, if you want to, and which you should, cultivate more business from them. Even as a large corporation, you can get the individual person, even though I, I know you will say, I sell to big, stock companies, I sell to Costco, I sell to through other companies, there is no way I can get the customer to actually contact me and talk to me. Yes, you can. It's not about warranty registration either. There is a way, a very simple way where you can leave a tag, you leave a message, you leave an email address somewhere on the box, somewhere in the product, somewhere in the in the 
description somewhere where it's even outside of the box where the customer can find it where it gives that particular little marketing thing with the email address that you provide gives the customer a reason to call in to send you an email to otherwise interact with you after purchase for instance i give you a free t-shirt since you bought this from me if you send me an email send me your size send me the invoice I'll send you a free t-shirt from Amazon with our logo or your choice of whatever you want on it as a thank you for purchasing it. I would say that a lot of people, they will be very happy to send you an email, give you a call or otherwise get hooked this way to get that free t-shirt or free book or free whatever. And when you have that, you ask permission. If down the road, you can send them more information about their product so they can use it better or other products similar to that or something else that he might like or she might like to use to enhance their lives better. And you will find that over 90% of the time, these people will agree, they would be very happy to do that just because that extra interaction after the sale made them feel like that these people are not just after me to sell, they actually want to help me, want to enjoy my experience with their products and yes you know what if you did do that to me i am willing to very much listen to anything else you want to sell me or look at it because you know what never know i might need that down the road so this way you actually can get more clients and customers to refer you and have repeat purchases so let's go back to forecasting now because i kind of came off the topic a little bit when it so when it comes to forecasting overall really 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 there is no way for you to to predict what will happen and because there's no way you will have to go in blindly and blindly to the fact that you will have to basically just do your best and see where it falls and as things happen measure the impact measure the the, uh, the change and change your approach accordingly i have a person uh, his name is jay abram that I listen to, he's one of the biggest marketing gurus out there, and I listen to very much all the time. And he says it very correctly, that a lot of small businesses do not engage on a level where they constantly check the outcome of their marketing or their forecasting or anything and to make changes accordingly. And this is a very big strategic error, and it is. And basically, that means that when you put something out, you have to figure out how to measure things. And that way, as you measure the outcome, measure the results and everything else, you will have to make adjustments, either left or right, so you can make a more positive impact on your bottom line, which is cash coming in. Also, one more thing, and this is, comes from Jay as well, straight. So it's, it's from good resort, resource he is mentioning that a lot of companies also what they do is they do not have sometimes they only have one sometimes two it's very rarely they have three when they can basically put out different types of marketing and really check the results on it on the size by size basis basically what he's talking about is that you have a company you have a business why not put out marketing material basically advertising 10 different way and see 
which one brings you the most clients most money and basically this way it would be a lot easier way sort of to go to a direction and see what works and what does not and what companies and businesses do partly because of income partly because of the mentality they put one out they think it's a good idea and according to that they measure and it's very difficult for them to change because they have nothing to compare to except the results they're getting now however just let me put it on one little thing here with jay's and everybody else when you go to the market and use social media in general speaking unless you're buying ads which i don't recommend necessarily despite of mr vaynerchuk you can test those ideas for free because for instance when you go to linkedin you can put out material for people whom you connected to and other people with hashtags and everything else that basically could relatively speaking give you an idea from their reactions and everything else what would be the market's reaction as well if you start marketing that way out to the public and basically because if you your public whom you sell into matches the media where you testing it then you can have a fair certainty that when you actually took it take it outside to the public the public reaction is going to be very simple uh, very same as you had that in that social media area site where you were testing it so this way of doing things with marketing and advertising that could help you to improve your forecasting but you have to be tactical about that you have to know exactly what outcome you're seeking where you hit can you hit your target audience with that and test the market before you actually go out now it might cost you money and in some cases might not but the thing is it is better to test things and maybe lose a small amount of money or maybe not get the results that you're seeking up front then actually go putting that money into what you're creating to later find out that really is not working because you imagined that and in by that time you could be losing so much that you would have to close and basically you failed to do something that you actually really wanted as we looked at forecasting and this is even before if you're starting out before you even put your money in there create the product or everything else it is important to understand that after you go through this process and you find a way that you know what it makes sense there is money that and i know how i can make it and there is a certain degree of certainty i can predict that this will happen and i can make money that's when you get into okay let's take care of the product let's look at the website let's look at all the things that are necessary to start the business and that is when everything else will come in but for, about that i will talk in the next class The bell is for me, not for you. I suggest that you review today's lessons before our next class because you never know when a pop quiz might happen. Everybody, thank you for listening and have a nice day. you try to find it, the more that you got to witness the bush that you done been in. All the pain you don't went through, I'm grateful for being here. But sometimes it made me resentful. I try to keep my peace and I try not to let it burn. I'm frustrated deep down inside because I know what I deserve. But I'm still waiting on my turn. Failure is not an option. I gotta just keep my faith because I know what my God has promised. I think the biggest frustration, knowing that you can make it. But still gotta be patient What time is being wasted Was making my thoughts
disconnected, my exes called me pathetic Dwelling all on the past while I'm just trying to forget it Bypassing all these distractions, success all in my eyes Being trained to fight this battle, a soldier that's on the rise So I live up in the studio, these girls say that I'm corny Cause I spend my time wisely, got people depending on me So you can say what you want, but I'ma do what I want See life is about taking risk and it's about time that I jump Success is where I'm headed, but I don't think I get it Spend my last on this ticket and I can't afford to miss it, I'm gone I keep pushing, keep pushing, got my head to the sky Wondering if I ever make it there